Hi, I'm Dr. Jen, and this is my little brother, Coach Doug. And we are Mindful Vibin'. This thing of life and understanding my life and understanding the energy inside the universe and how what's really going on, that matters to me. I really want to know these things. I also know, obviously, that the more I ease up on it, the more answers will start to come through, clarity will start to come through, and so that's just something I need to work on personally. Welcome to season two of Mindful Vibin'. We are your hosts, Dr. Jennifer Huberty and Coach Douglas White. My brother Douglas is a former major league pitching coach and pitching director, the co-founder of Soul Centered Workshops, an emotional awareness coach, and and an entrepreneur. And my sister Jennifer is a fractional chief science officer and the founder of Fit Minded LLC. We came together to create Mindful Vibin because emotions are the driver of our experiences in life. We want to help others learn how to be aware of their emotions and how to navigate them on their journey through life in a less stressful and more meaningful way. Thank you for being with us today. Doug, do you want to recap us on what we did on the last session or last episode? Sure. We just went over... um... Jennifer's journey with uh, psilocybin or ceremony. Um, and we thought, uh, yeah, we'd come back and share mine. Yeah. So um, bef- I'm going to interview Doug a little bit about his experience um, with uh, psilocybin and his journey. But before we do that, we just want to remind you that we are in no way, shape, or form condoning drug use, abuse. Everybody gets to make their own decisions in life. That's a really cool thing. And this is just a decision we made and we're sharing it with you. Um, Psychedelics as a whole have been used years ago. Um, In the 1970s, they were kind of put on hold because um, people were afraid of what they could do to people, basically harming people. But that was because most of them were being used at that time. Well, in the sense that there was harm in a in a non-responsible way. But if they're used in a responsible way, they can be very beneficial. So psychedelics can help people um, reduce depression, suicide, OCD, alcohol use, tobacco use, etc. So it is um it can be safe, um, specifically psilocybin, which is what my brother and I um experienced, is definitely safe. There are labs. Um, in different places in the U.S. that are doing a great amount of research in this area. And so, um, again, we're not condoning the use, but we're just sharing our experiences of it. So um, let's get to it, Doug. So why don't you um, start by saying, why did you even do this? Why did you want to do this? I think there's a couple reasons. One is. you know, it's it's something that is super popular out there these days and gaining a whole lot of steam, a whole lot of momentum. And I feel like um, being a coach in any aspect, it really doesn't matter. It's athletics, it's business, it's personal, it's life, you know, what have you. I feel like um, being informed about what's out there is is a smart thing. So I think that experience was one or that reason was um, one uh, reason why. And then the other part was just for me, for my own benefit, my own wanting, my own 
wanting to have an experience and and um, get some insight on some things that uh, maybe I'm not um, currently able to do on my own. Um, like my own, like can you give an example. Well, like you know, I I, I don't know. Uh, it's just like uh, you know, meditation is different than journaling, which is different than walking in nature, which is different than you know, so on and so forth. And so you could just add this this to the list of of ways to um, maybe tap into some clarity. Um, and in in no way, shape, or form do I want to make this a habit. Um, I don't feel that that's something that anybody should do. I feel like personally, uh, I would hope that people would create their alignment um, from themselves, by themselves, for themselves. Um, but I think in some um, situations, um, using something like a psychedelic can help uh, preempt something that you haven't felt and needed to get um, or really wanted to get in touch with. So like, for example, your experience with rain, like, I don't know, is that something that you would have experienced viscerally without the psychedelic experience? It's yeah, no way. It, well, but it's it's definitely possible, but maybe the 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 road to it is unclear, right? And so you or do, long. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, and it's too long for you and you just don't want to wait. And so that's fine too, you know. Yeah, so uh so yeah, so like I was saying in the last episode that, you know, I had something to hang my hat on if you will about rain and like um, you know, where that's at in terms of like, cause I got to feel the feeling, et cetera. So like, do you feel from your experience, you had like a aha moment as Oprah would say, or like something that you had this, wow, I just had super clarity on something that's really going to shift my life. Cause I feel like with mine, I, it's really shifted. It's like this whole mother soul contract thing. That's it really has shifted a lot. So I'm just wondering if you had this something in the ceremony where, you know, you've, you've had this shift either during the ceremony or now that you're in integration, you're having a shift like a, like a major one. Um, no, I think, um, I think things I already knew about just came to light even more so because it's, you know, when you're in that experience, you know, there's no turning your head away from it, right? You can't ignore it. You're like, you're sitting there under a psychedelic, like it's right in your face. I mean, you know, it's right up front. And so I think there was uh, a few things there, which I already knew about, but then it was like, absolutely positively, this is what's going on. And there's definitely some things I need to do about it. Um, can you like give an example of what that, do you want to give an example of what I mean, that is? We'll go through the whole thing, you know? Okay. But then the the other thing was more of, um, yeah, kind of an understanding of, of the different uh, scenarios or the different tracks that play in my mind, um, which I'll, you know, explain here. Yeah. Okay. So, so we talked about this in the last session, so I don't want to go too far into it just because we've already talked about it. So we we both had the same facilitator. Her name is Deirdre, according to Doug. Um, and um, we have two weeks prior, you set some intention, you have a meeting before, you have your 
actual experience. And then the day after you have integration and body work. So um, unless there's something you want to share about your intention setting, that would be great. But, you know, so maybe start us with overall, like what you went in, like what was your like overall what you went into and then maybe just just take well, us through it. I think, first of all, like if if someone is interested in doing this or curious about it, I think that it's it's good to um, find somebody um, who does have a process to this where you're not just showing up one day in a room and taking the medicine and what have you, and then you're, you're kind of on your own. I do feel like um, the process of the intention setting, um, they, the, the, you, you're prompted these questions that allow you to kind of get more in touch with what's really going on, the reason behind what you're doing. I think that's super helpful. Uh, I think the writing really um, helped me out. I, 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 it was, it was, it just felt good. It helped release resistance even before I was was going in. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I just think that that's a something to to share with the audience. Um, but for me also, I did some microdosing leading up because I wanted to prep my system uh, a, a little more, and I think that prepping the system also helped me release some resistance around. Um, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go do a drug, you know, these, these false premise beliefs that I have in my head about, uh, certain recreational drugs in life, you know, um, just the way I was brought up and the way mom, you know, was like, don't do drugs, you know, but it's like, kind of like the way I think about it now, it's more like, Hmm, uh, it's kind of interesting to have an experience, not that I would do it every day or want to. Um, but I, I think it's a way different perspective than I had on it when I was a kid and kind of being scared into don't do drugs, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah we grew up with the, um, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that explains it right there for those of those of our listeners that are the same age. Yeah. Super crazy. You know, I mean, obviously when you get addicted to something, that's a whole different experience, but obviously, yeah. But so anyways, the, yeah. yeah. We're done with the intention setting. I'm ready to roll and, um, yeah, get in there and, um, uh, have Did a you, yeah. So when you got in there and you, and you took the, you took the mushroom, um, you and I had similar doses, but, um, so when you lay down, was it like super easy right from the start or did you have some resistance? No, I mean, I, I, I just, I really felt like I did a pretty good job of of letting go. Like I'm just going to be open to the experience. I know what's going to go on. I know my brain's going to be altered. I know I'm going to go through some of that uncomfortableness even though it doesn't have to be uncomfortable for everybody. For me, it just is a little bit just because of my again, the resistance we've talked about of prior years of thinking about this stuff, right? But I did a really good job uh of, of, of just being open to the experience. So I lay down and I don't know what the time is, you know, once you lay down and you have your eye mask on and and there's music playing, like, I really don't know the timetable of things, you know? So like, let's say within the first 20, 30 minutes, uh, if that's even correct, right. That's when I started like, Whoa, okay. Something's going on here. This is interesting, you know? And the first kind of clear visual I had was more of like, and this is a, a theme in my life about um, being supported, right? And so the first thing yeah. that came for me was 
um, it was a vision of like a stadium, not like a baseball stadium, not like, like not a specific stadium, just like a, yeah. a circular stadium An idea of one yeah. with, 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 you know, with, with seats going up. Right. And, um, it's kind of interesting because Tyler Skaggs, I had a visual of him. Like wow. I know that was him. Uh, for those of the listeners who don't know, he's a pitcher that passed away. Well, he, I, I coached him in 2019 with the angels and, and he had an episode with, with the drugs and, and, and it, um, caused his death basically. Yeah. So during the season. So anyways, the, he showed up and a few others, but I couldn't make them. I don't know where it is. It was just the process of people were showing up and were interested in me and supporting me and wanting to watch my journey. That was basically my takeaway of that. Yeah. Um, but the main, the main gist of the, um, the time in there, the, you know, the, however many hours I spent was that it's kind of like, you know, when you're, when you're on a computer and you have a, like, let's say you have garage band on there, you have, you know, whatever's you use for audio tracks, right? Yeah. Put multiple tracks on a screen. Right. And the, the, the vision I was having was there's like four tracks on my screen, let's say, right. Like I couldn't see a screen or nothing like that. I'm just trying to describe to you how I I felt it was going down. There was a track that was like, you know, negativity and, and being critical. And there was a track for this and a track for this. And then there's a track that was like amazingly beautiful. Like I, I, for an instant, it was a, it was a short period, but for an instant, I had like tracks of whales playing and I was like, it, the way it was working where I w- I was like, I was like sinking my being, you know, and I was sinking my, my soul up with this whale track. So it was kind of like they overlap for a brief moment. And I, I, I felt that and it it was really cool. But what kept going on throughout the day for me was here's this audio track that I could go to that was playing sweet serenity. Right. But I kept being pulled back to the negativity, to the overcriticalness, self judgment, the, however, you know, however, all the ways that I choose to beat myself up or make myself wrong about my path in life. That's what kept. So I could see it. I could see this track over here of beauty of love. And it's like, I wanted to go there, but I also had something I had to take care of. So it's like, it, it, I, it was a little bit of a relationship of we're not going to let you just go to the beauty and stay there because there's other stuff that you need to take care of. But also it was an energy of kind of like sucking me over there. Like I kept like, why can't I stay here? Why can't I stay over here? Why can't I stay over here? You know? And so it was just this whole thing. And, and, and there was a few things that came out that were different same type of theme in like the criticalness or the judgment of myself, you know, same type of theme, but said in a different, and to be honest with you, like right now, you know, it's been a little while. Like I can't remember the exact statement that I have in my head from it, you know, mm-hmm. but I do recall definitely saying 
like, and knowing like, it's not okay that I don't have the answers. And I don't mean this in, I don't mean this in a way of like, like um, you're a bad person. No, well, not that, but like, like if you ask me a question, like what's two plus two and I can't answer, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't in that regard. Yeah. It's in the regard of my own personal life and my own wanting to know yeah. what's going on in a broader perspective way yeah. inside of yeah. the universe. Yeah. And in my own personal way and the yeah. relationship between the two. Yeah. It's not okay for me to not know. I want to know. I need to know. I have to know. Like that's the energy behind it. And so obviously that comes with a lot of resistance. But I also am okay with that part because it matters to me. This thing of life and understanding my life and understanding the energy inside the universe and how what's really going on, that matters to me. I really want to know these things. I also know, obviously, that the more I ease up on it, the more answers will start to come through. Clarity will start to come through. And so that's just something I need to work on personally. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, I mean, it's sounding like it's a realization of like your thought process and where you go in your head, For like sure. more awareness of like that you s- tend to suck to the negative and the judgment and the critiquing of yourself and how you're doing your life and what you're doing and how you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. And but it, then also that at the same, but it's, same, but it's the, it's the, um, the amount of it, the, 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 I won't say that, that it's that it weighs a ton. Yeah, like it's it's like I'm already aware that right. I, I know that I'm critical and yada yada. Right. Like, but maybe not aware of how much the amount of it, the and or the consistency of it. And yeah. So, yeah. And so obviously but then, but then the other part of it is is this acceptance of you, who you are, how you think. And what makes you feel inspired? And that is understanding the journey of life and how you're in the universe and all those things. Like, that's another thing of like, it's, it's okay that you are that way. Like you might, you know, like you're on this journey. It's not a bad thing. Like, like just accepting the fact that this is something you desire as a person which is very different than a lot of people, you know, it's like, I can hang my hat on. Okay. Well, you know, I understand the soul, the body, and I definitely get it at a different level because rain, but like, I also like, I'll have these like feelings of fear when, you know, I look at my husband and I, and how much older we are and things like that. But then I just kind of try to let it go. Cause it's like, I can't do anything about it. And I don't know. And I'm not Cause it seems to me like you're just more, uh, interested in finding out the answers where I'm like, well, I don't know them. I'm a little afraid of the fact that I don't know them, but I'm just going to keep on riding where you're like, no, I kind of want to know the answers. Well, it, it, it's part of it is for the benefit of my life and the benefit of, um, the people I come in contact in with in life, whether it's a, a client or a friend or a loved one or what have you, like. I'm wanting to be of of great benefit to myself and to others in in this life. And so I feel like it's a duty of mine in a way to know these things. 
Um, and it, it feels super special to me. It feels important to me. It doesn't feel like something I should turn away from. Yeah, it's your calling. Uh, in, in a way. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to shake out. Of course, these are things we're going to talk about in, in, in episodes. Other sessions, um, yeah. But it's I funny think, because... Let me, let me say something real quick. Yeah. It's like, because it's not about the situation, like getting stuck on a thought of like, oh, I'm growing old and I'm a little scared of that. You know, I, I agree with you. Th- those are thoughts that just come in naturally because you're a human being and it's like, oh, but you know, you don't fixate on it and you, you just kind of let it go into the ethers. You know, I, I'm talking about way more uh, uh, in-depth, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say the word deeper, but like in that, in that type of category to really know what's going on inside this universe. Then like when we speak about vibration and frequency and emotions and, you know, all those kind of things, like I want to know what's behind the curtain of all these things, you know, it's important. Yeah. It's like, you should have been a philosophist, um, not should have, yeah, but like philosophist, philosophy major then, I don't know, philo- philosoph more like, I don't know, whatever. Phil- <laughs> I'm like on those, I'm on, on those real housewives shows where they're off to the side and they're being interviewed and they say something totally idiotic. Wow. Um, anyway, but, but, um, it's interesting cause it's like, you know, you, you, uh, it's like you're trying to obtain this certain level of knowledge. Um, and it's just interesting that you're so driven by that too, because like, I don't know, it's different. Like it's a, it's a unique, it's a unique characteristic or a unique, whatever you want to call it of you. But it comes, it comes through this. The way I live my life while being in baseball it was like some of this stuff didn't really matter because it wasn't at the forefront because my life was baseball. There was a certain amount of focus and attention I turned to. And now being outside of baseball in, in, in a way of like, I'm not currently in an organization, right? I still do some things in the game on the, on the, on the side with consulting and such, but the, the way I, want to be inside of my life and the experiences I want to have and so on and so forth. These things are coming up because of that. These things are coming up because of my wanting. And so it's just the relationship I have with them now. Um, and yeah. so again, like self-acceptance, it's that whole thing of like, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard this before many times where it's, um, you want to be fully accepting of all the parts of you. Because again, the reason why I got to the big leagues, the reason you did your PhD and got to calm at that point in time, right? Your, your, your beingness, your personalities, characteristics, whatever that that's what allowed it allowed me to do that. That's what afforded that, you know? Yeah. yeah. But now there's parts of me that don't need to play such a big part. They yeah. can be a little quieter. And these other yeah. parts, I yeah. want these other parts to come out more consistently. And so it's just this, again, this inner, I make it a battle. Yeah. Time where it's really uh, just about natural having, growth. Well, it's just about having a simple relationship with yourself. Yeah. That's- it's kind of like, it reminds me, I don't know if you think the same, but it kind of reminds me of the same like analogy of like when you first, when you go into yoga and I went to yoga teacher training, they would say like, this is yoga is often the, the 
entryway to all the other things, right? Because it's the physical body and it's easy and da, 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 da. And people say, oh, you're going to be meditating and you're going to be doing this and you're going to be doing that. And I'm like, no fucking way. And sure enough, it's like, now I sit in meditation and now I'm journaling like crazy. And, you know, it's just like the, like you have this, you know, expansion. Basically, like, because as, because when you're having, I feel like it was, you're having this expansion, some it's things shift. So like you're saying things become less, you know, you like you've been there, you've done that. And so other things become more important. Well, it's a, it's an episode for another time that we're going to yeah, talk. Yeah. That's fine. So, okay. Is there anything else that like we're leaving out anything else you want to say about like your experience? Um, with psilocybin um and and that day no i just i mean i i feel like it was a positive experience i'm happy i did it um i do feel like i'll do it again and i feel like i want to do it again because i feel like the sessions could be more and more beneficial the more i release resistance about doing it like even just the open opening process of relaxing into the medicine instead of resisting the medicine. And so, um, yeah, I think I, I, I will do it again at some point in time. But like I said, I, I don't want to make it a habit in any shape or form. Um, uh, I, cause I think then it could kind of get detrimental where you're looking for answers outside of yourself. That's right. That's right. And we could go on for a while, which we're not going to do today about integration and like, you know, really really focusing on that but the rest of the season is going to be integration really because we're going to be talking about it and i guarantee you we're going to be like remember in my ceremony this happened but the last thing i want to say here is like you know they say integration right like integration's life like everything is you know there is no like there is no process of ending well it's not it's not a process of ending sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but integration is life but the general population doesn't have the background that you or myself and others have and the sense of like figuring out how to navigate it, which is why we're doing the podcast, you know, as a whole, right? Like that's our motivation. It's the reason why I get scared for the world in regards to having these psychedelics out and about in a, in a way, because then again, people will use it as a way to diminish their connection, not increase their connection. Because again, if you're dependent upon outside sources, it's, it's perfectly amazingly fine to use it as a gateway into sensitivity, a gateway into emotions, a gateway into clarity. But then just like you're saying, you then have to do the work. You're never in, in, in life, period. You're never going to get away from the situation of you have to do the work. That's You're right. never going to get out of that. So that, that's all I'm saying about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So let, let's, let's cut it. Yeah. So we can move yeah. off people and not a beat a dead horse, but I appreciate you guys listening in. Um, and, um, uh, Thanks, Jen, for uh, facilitating the interview. Sure. See you all next time. 